You're listening to Cinema Geekly Podcast with Anthony Lewis, Aaron De La Hossa, and Glenn Bove. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Time for the Cinema Geekly Podcast, episode 99. Cinemageekly.com slash premium is where we want everybody heading. $12 for a year of premium podcasts. We put up a whole bunch of shit, sir, I think, this week. Uh, and by shit, I mean not the quality of the podcasts. Uh, unless you listen to that Brett Ratner episode of Flawed and Decisive, uh, in which case uh, we own up to the shittiness of that particular episode. But I think for the most part, we uh, we turned out a bunch of uh, solid episodes. Glenn and I got some uh, Gotham up there and some Flashing Arrow. Aaron and I just put up the Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is good because there's a, another Agent Carter that's going to be airing tomorrow night. So uh, better late than never on that end. But, uh, yeah, constantly putting up stuff. And we've got uh, – are we going to try to do the, uh, the the Netflix thing for this show? Are we going to start the, seg- the segment on, on this episode of the podcast, sir? Uh, oh, fuck, yeah. Okay. Because uh, we've got Thanks another – to uh, Tequila Monster. That's right. Uh, I'm shocked you remembered. Of course I remembered. Like, it, at first I was trying to question whether it was a play on words. Like, maybe, like, he's, like, to kill a monster. You know what I mean? He's, like, a fan of Supernatural, he or she. But then I figured, like, there's no way we, we have enough subscribers where names are taken, where people have to get phonetically creative right, right, to get right. across what they want to say. So maybe this person is just a real goddamn fan of booze. Uh, possibly, yeah. <laughs> and I, I monsters. Thought, I, thought maybe, I, mean, so. I, I thought maybe it was like the Gila monster or something like like a reference to that, but it's I don't think it is. Like a lizard? Like they're lizard people? Yes, yes. I think they just like uh, booze, which is fine. You're yeah, but I, really, I was like, to kill a monster. I'm like, no, I am overthinking this just way too much. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we are – this this particular user uh, brought up – uh, and I, because we've had a, uh, we've had a uh, this thing on the premium website that says, look, if you want to do, uh, if you've got an idea for something, let us know, and uh, we'll talk about it amongst ourselves, and we'll uh, we'll do it. Uh, and Gila Monster says, uh, have you thought about doing a show? Basically, pitched a show where we we find a place that does like a randomization of Netflix. Like I don't I don't know if I don't know if the user thought this far ahead, like find a place that does it, but I found a place that will randomly select a movie from Netflix. Uh, so we're going to, I'm going to hit the go button, which will randomly select a movie from Netflix. And uh, we will all have to watch this movie. And then in a oh. premium podcast, uh, we will review the movie. Oh, that's for the <laughs> premium. I thought we were going to do that or, like week to week. 
Um, right do you want to do it for free on here? I mean, we can do it. Sure. We can, yeah, why not? We got it'll, 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 it'll give us something guaranteed to do every week. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, we did not decide on a name for the podcast yet, though. So uh, I still like from Parts Unknown. Like that, a, that's a that's a good Ultimate Warrior reference too. Yes, it is. Uh, and Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> Glenn, did, Glenn, did you come up? Who with did he wrestle? Uh, oh, he wrestles food on a daily basis and alcoholism. Oh, well, I mean, come on. What, what, what pro wrestler doesn't do that on top of taking bumps? You know what I mean? Right. He wrestles his demons. Uh, Glenn, did you, did you try? <laughs> were you able to come up with any names? No, I didn't think about it. But oh, I'm, or, I'm fine with shot ripping in off. The dark. I am fine with ripping off Anthony Bourdain. That is, that is completely okay with me. Okay. Yeah, because the best thing I could come up with was, uh, I believe it was Mystery Meat was the best. Oh, one. yeah, that's right. You did say that. Uh, but we can do from parts unknown. We'll do from parts unknown. That'll well, be we did mystery meat, meat bad, which though. strictly have to be to the gay and lesbian section of Netflix. <laughs> I now mean, that could be a premium podcast. <laughs> and uh, and and look when and look when and I mean anything that comes up, Glenn and I were having this discussion. We don't care if it's an anime, if it's a kids movie, we will we will watch it. Just doing a test run of this, we came uh, up unless it's a TV show. I will not just go through a season. Yes, you will. No, you. but you will watch the first episode. <laughs> I, think, I will watch the first episode. I, I think it's only gonna. I think it's only going to give us movies, but okay. um, like uh, and a test. Does this run. include foreign films also? Like it's not just American movies, right? It could. Be, I think it's not. I think it's limited. I think it's only no. It's it's completely unlimited. I, I, I this hmm. this randomizer well, gives me yeah. this randomizer gives me the option to separate it into certain things. Like uh, you know, I could just pick foreign, and it would just give me a random foreign movie. But I'm gonna oh no, you, you leave it wide to, open, my friend. I'm gonna leave it set to all. Uh, but yeah, on a test run, we got a uh, I believe it was a 2008 straight to DVD Goldilocks movie. Yep. That was uh, the first one. That had uh, that had voice acting from Tom Arnold and Jamie Lynn Spears, which oh, fuck man. Hopefully that one does not come up again when I hit the go <laughs> button. Uh, but I am going to hit the go button at the end of the podcast, so that's something to force you to listen to the end of the podcast for. Uh, and uh, we're going to do that at the end of the show. But God, I can't wait till we get the troll too. Oh man. Uh, but yeah, cinemageekly.com slash premium. Everybody head over there and, and sign up. The $12 helps us out uh, greatly. It can it contributes to the fund that is going to eventually, hopefully, uh, allow us to go back to the size server we started out on. Because, uh, you know, nowadays, sir, sometimes uh, there are days, man. I don't know if you've noticed, but I have certainly noticed because I'm at the site like every day. Uh, there are definitely some days where things are moving much slower than they <laughs> Than they should be, and that's good because there's traffic. There's more traffic now than we've had at any time in our uh, couple years of existence. But that also means it's if it's slow for me, it's going to be slow for other people. Uh, and that twelve dollars goes. Uh, that's going to go a long way into helping uh, afford more server space and better bandwidth and shit like that. So please sign up. You get all of those podcasts, even if you don't give a shit about the podcast. It's uh, Really easy to sign up, and we <laughs> accept the we accept the monies you guys from anywhere that accepts PayPal. So yeah, it, twelve dollars a year. I mean, it, it, look, that, that's it's, it, it that's less like than a quarter a week. And if you're in, and if you're in one of the almost every country whose money is more valuable than the United States money, you'll actually be paying less than twelve dollars. So year. all of you so. UK users that we have, <laughs> yeah, so probably be paying less. Uh, because your money might be worth more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Canadian users, I'm sorry. uh, Glenn, Aaron and I talked about this a little bit on the uh, Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D. 
uh, episode that we just uh, put up on the premium website. But I wanted to get your thoughts on the uh, the trailer for the Fantastic Four. Uh, I presume you watched it. Past your post giggles, what did you think? Well, they didn't answer the most important question, and that is, uh, how was uh, Michael B. Jordan and Kate Marr in the same family tree? Uh, that was well. They're, I, they're not related. I think is what it's. Gonna... I think she's going to be adopted. Or adopted, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I figured that that would be what it was. Um, but sounds like that's not the point. I was making a joke. Uh, I. I... I thought it was odd you didn't see Dr. Doom, uh, even though he's in it, and he didn't see any of them with their powers except for a giant fireball, which, um, of all the things I wanted to see, that is not one of them, because sure. I kind of get the idea. Uh, but no, I mean, it was uh, pretty generic, bland. I mean, it wasn't special, but it was definitely, let's try and be darker and serious, which was a little odd, because Marvel tends to be a little bit light, but... Yes. Yeah, I had, I had reminiscences. I had reminiscences of the uh, uh, Man of Steel, so that's that's not good. Uh, well, I mean, Marvel Studios tries to be a little lighter, but this is obviously not them. So, uh, but I, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, 20th Century Fox isn't exact. Well, it's not like their X Men movies have been deep. Sure. I mean, here's okay. So here's the low bar of expectations that I placed for this movie uh, going into the trailer. Uh, I I. Before I hit play, my thought was, all I want is for this to look better than the other movies. <laughs> and it does succeed in, in that. Uh, but, you know, I mean, like I said, that's an incredibly low bar to reach. Uh, you know, it, it's like, fuck, I, I sat all the way through Green Lantern. I couldn't make it through the, the Fantastic Four movies. Uh, I, I, I just... I just couldn't and they're probably i mean aaron aaron you're talking about how you don't think they're gonna get the thing right um nope did they come do you think they came close with the michael chiklis thing or was that like also bullshit oh no no lord no yeah. uh it, it would have been better if michael chiklis was taller than five six i think um sure it's just like the, the thing is just it's just gonna be one of those things like what you like with the hulk it's gonna be just trial and error trial and error until someone just fucking gets it right and we haven't seen it yet and i doubt we will it's just that's a difficult one to pull off man if uh no i'm just gonna lob a softball here to you sir but if this was in the hands of marvel studios would you feel more uh would you feel more do you think that they would have the competence to a to properly render like the thing for a movie i mean they were able to really they were really able to handle hulk i mean it, right. took, it took them a try or two but i mean i think the the ruffalo hulk uh, and especially the the, the most current-looking one in Age of Ultron, I think they look fucking great. Yeah, I do too. Uh, yeah, so- I, I think uh, out of anybody, if, if anybody's got a shot to do it, it's Marvel. It's just, man, it's rough. Like, I, I would feel better about the property, of course, if it was back with Marvel, but, I mean, not with the decisions that, you know, that they've made for this film so far. Jesus, it's just, oh, it's going to be really bad. Mm-hmm. And Fantastic I, Four is just bad in general. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, the source material. I, I know it sounds sacrilegious because it's got Stanley's name on it, uh, but no, it's I mean, not it's, particularly it's, good. No, I mean it's bullshit. They all fly into space. They all get hit with the same thing. Yet they all have completely just random. Well, n- now they're going to be in the negative zone. Well, sure, sure. I mean they're not doing the same. They're not doing the same thing. But it is completely right. randomly just you know superpower out of a hat. You know what I mean? Like it. It, it is kind of a kind of a lazy origin story but 
you know, uh, and let's not even get let's not even get onto the case of everybody getting a, a completely stereotypical superhero name uh, tied to their powers, with the exception of Mister Fantastic. Like, why does he get to be called Mister Fantastic? Why isn't he like a stretch guy or something? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I like stretch guy. <laughs> That really it uh, that terror. dude who uh, he stretches and stuff. Yeah, stretch guy. Boy, fucking uh, Miles Teller, man. Dough man. You call him dough. He dope. does look doughy, Miles Teller. He's got the face of a fifty-year-old guy in his twenties. Like it is fucking frightening, man. Um. So uh, we we've got a couple of news items here too, but a couple that I forgot to completely uh, talk about. Let's mention the first one. Uh. Well, this this first one here doesn't get an article because it is so. It reeks of rumor so bad because that's all anybody has mentioned. It's a rumor about a rumor, which is the rumor is that Disney wants to. I mean, it's not much of a rumor. I think everybody knows that Disney wants to try to continue doing Indiana Jones, but there's been not even anything close to an official announcement about it yet. It's just the rumor that they want to do it. And it is rumored that they want Chris Pratt to be. Indiana, like that's their favorite. Or Fuck yes. So, Aaron, I guess I'm going to start with Glenn first, since you made your feelings a little more known. Uh, sir, Glenn, should there be an indie reboot, and is Chris Pratt the uh, the the top of the the litter for uh, for leading this film? What do you think? No, I don't think there should be. So, just in general, no indie movies. No. Okay. What? Do you think it's just done and over? Uh, where, where, what is your stance on this? That we can have something similar to Indiana Jones without having to fucking be Indiana Jones. That that's my stance. Well, that is true. That, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, Nathan like, Drake. We have uh, we have Uncharted, where it it's yes, it is Indiana Jones, but it is different. Like you, you can have something. I mean, Indiana Jones is, and it, they admitted to it. I'm not saying anything blasphemous. It is a ripoff of, of DuckTales comics from the 30s and 40s. <laughs> That's right. Um, so you can you can just take something from Indiana Jones. Like I don't know the fun of Indiana Jones, uh, except for Temple of Doom. I've been rewatching them, and I forgot how terrible Temple of Doom was uh, due to Steven Spielberg's wife. But no, I don't. I don't. Yes, Chris Pratt would be good for it. I particularly think a not fat 10 years younger nathan fillion would be perfect for because yes he is nathan drake but the best thing about nathan fillion is he knows how to get the shit beat out of him just like harrison ford like when he fights something like he looks like he got the crap beat out of him that's right um and that's something you need for indiana jones because he deals it but he sure as hell gets it dished back i mean i Um, but no i just i I was like fat fillion I mean, I no, I mean, I mean, I, I like Pratt, but man, I just all I can think of is like now young Fillion in that role. Like he's, I mean, and Pratt's got a lot of the, uh, he's got a lot of the characteristics that make Indiana Jones Indiana Jones, obviously. Uh, and I think when he did an interview, people, somebody, he was doing, you know, one of the million pressers for Guardians of the Galaxy, right? And the character was always, you know, it's like, oh, it's Han Solo mixed with Indiana Jones or something like that. Uh, so he'd get asked like a million times. It's like, so who's your favorite, Han Solo or Indiana Jones? And without thinking, like on on a dime, he says Indiana Jones. So clearly he's... Just like Harrison Ford's favorite. <laughs> sure, sure. No, uh, it is. He, he's rather, I mean, he always wants Han Solo to die, but... 
he will gladly make an Indiana Jones movie until he has to be CGI'd like Jeff Bridges. Well, well, sure. And I think partly that's because he'd rather have somebody come up to him cosplaying as Indy than cosplaying as Han Solo. <laughs> because a dude cosplaying an Indy could just be a dude who's wearing a fucking leather jacket and a fedora, whereas the Han Solo guy's going to look a little dorkier. Uh, I, but look, the... Um, I don't know, man. Fedoras are the international sign for kick me in my asshole. Well, now it is for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, but uh, like I said, Pratt's got all of the things, but, but I wouldn't believe him as an archaeologist, but I, uh, and, and for me, Fillion has all of the, but things. you buy him as like a, a psychic raptor herder. Sure. I also don't buy that, but I think it looks awesome and we'll get to that. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> but no, no, here's the thing. Fillion has all of the things too, but I think he has all of the things in greater quantity than Pratt does, but it's, you know, like you said, he's fat Fillion now. And he's he's a little you know he's a little too old for the role, which of course did not stop Harrison Ford. Uh, here, here's where I stand. But Harrison uh, Ford has a six pack has a six pack today. As the uh, that's true, I understand, <laughs> and I understand I understand where you're coming from, and I you know and I want Uncharted to succeed probably maybe more than anybody in the entire universe, with the exception of the people making the movies. Like I really want that movie to do well because I'm such a fan of the games, but. Um, I, at the same time, this is the phrase I heard today. It's not show integrity, sir. It is show business. So uh, they know that indie will sell, and that's why it's going to get continued. If they're going to continue it, though, and this is the thing I've heard over and over again, I, and I hope they do this, I hope they just treat it like James Bond, where it's not a reboot. They don't try to remake, retell an origin story. I hope they don't try to... Uh, retell any of the movies. I think I don't think they're not so stupid as to remake any of the movies. I just hope it's it's just an Indiana Jones movie where there's no explanation. It's just a new actor playing Indiana Jones, and here's an Indiana Jones movie uh, without any of the craziness. They're just saying they're going to make it. They make it and they put it out there. Like it doesn't have to be. Uh, they should handle it like they handle James Bond, uh, which has worked out fine for Bond. So I don't know, Aaron. What do you what do you think? Uh, should they do it? And is Pratt the right fella? Pratt is one of the right fellas, but I'm still in the Bradley Cooper camp. Yeah, do, you, do you, no one can pull off facial hair that good, right? I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Except for Harrison Ford. Uh, I bet you so. his balls just look great. You know what I mean? Like he could pull off any hairstyle on his face. So his nuts have just got to be like, uh, Cooper or, or Ford. Oh, I'd say oh. Cooper. Ford's just he's rocking the the full the full bush down there. It looks think, like he's uh, wearing silver boxer shorts. Is, you know what I mean? Is Cooper talented enough to have a five o'clock shadow on his balls? Oh fuck yes, dear. Uh, he is super talented enough to do that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Everywhere man, else Fox is shaved. Like, like I bet running. you he waxes his thighs <laughs> just so the balls look that more pronounced with their five o'clock shadow. <laughs> and he does that knowing that nobody will ever see them in the movie. It's just his prep as an actor for the role. Right. He does that assuming we're all thinking about it. He's like, this one's just for you. Like, and just so like he Nick does Cage it. Eating. Yeah, exactly. You know, he just needed yeah. to do it. He's method. So I know Bradley yeah. Cooper. Like Chris Pratt would be just fine, but like you said, it should be like Bond, where they they, they don't even address it. They just new indie movie. Here's your new indie. Because I mean, you know, I love Harrison Ford, but man, he he broke his leg trying to get out of the Millennium Falcon. They put this fucker like with a bullwhip. He's liable to murder somebody. There's no way LaBeouf should come anywhere near this. So they, they got to go the James Bond route, man. And you know, they could do much worse than Chris Pratt. I, I just think. Uh, there's no way with this schedule he's going to be able to tackle that, especially with that cowboy Viking. Uh, fucking dog shit movie like they got they're working on for him too like sure. there's no way that uh he's are gonna you, have timing for this so are you yeah I, I, I don't want to overlord i don't want to over overlord i don't want to overload of one particular actor 
Yeah, yeah, that's always a that's always a bad thing. Like, like Benedict Cumberbatch is kind of in danger of that happening to him at some point. Uh, I, I think he's okay. But he does though, enough like, like varying things. Like he does a bunch right. of different type of movies to get away with it. That is true. He, he's he's not in Americans' faces every day like what Pratt is like with his TV show and everything else. That like LBC kind of, you know, he's mainly across the pond, so he he skates by with that. Uh, so let's talk about the, uh, the Ghostbusters cast that was announced for the most part. Uh, and, and until I saw the image, uh, of the four people that were in this movie, I had no idea how completely typecasting they are putting this movie together. Like it's ridiculous. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> we've got, uh, I mean, with the exception of one person, but I'll, 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 I'll mention that. Uh, in, in how I assumed it works. Now, this is uh, Paul Feig, and of course he did Bridesmaids, uh, which... The heat. Uh, the, well, fuck that. But the instant we... Uh, <laughs> I was not a fan. The uh, the instant... Adventureland. The, uh, Wait, look at the fucking that. shit movies this asshole has done. What a fucking just talentless, hacky piece of shit. Well, look look be- at his movies. He hasn't done anything. With the ex- At all. Freaks like, and Geeks? Damn. Well, with the exception of Bridesmaids, which was Okay, huge. Freaks and Geeks had a handful of episodes, like, out of the out of its already short run. Everybody blows it up like it was the greatest thing. It had maybe three strong episodes, that entire show. I thought it was a good show. No, it was dog shit, man. I think you're wrong, but I thought I think it was... I mean, it's so Saved by the Bell or Step by Step, but I mean... Fuck you, James Franco. And, uh, not even Frank... Freaks and Geeks isn't even Franklin and Bash, man. And uh, and bridesmaids, of course, was and bridesmaids, of course, was like ridiculously well received and made a shit ton of money. So, I mean, you know, uh, just looking at it from the perspective of the business end, he he's fine when it comes to, you know, he's got a couple of things on his record or whatever. Right, he's That's, fine. He shouldn't be fucking in charge of rebooting the goddamn ghost. There's not one person who doesn't know who the Ghostbusters are. And uh, while I, I do appreciate the fact w- with the reboot, they're scrapping everything and they're starting fresh. But this is it's a fucking cash grab. Like you said, it's typecast as shit. You know, they're counting on the franchise name and the name of a couple of the other lead actresses to carry it along. But man, there's no way this movie could be any good. Well, here's all. here's. I mean, well, we can make an Indiana Jones movie, and that was okay because you're goddamn right. That's talks. okay. Okay, I just, I just want to point that out that I was criticized for that. I'm hoping this is where Aaron <laughs> comes in and he says it's not because it's all women and because Indiana Jones is a man because that will come no, off. No, it's, it's not okay because, like we said, like we said it, like we just said it shouldn't be a hard reboot of Indiana Jones. It should be a continuation. This should not be a reboot, and I don't give a fuck who they cast. You know what I mean? They could recast all the original members who are still around and kicking to maybe reboot the franchise. I would be dead against that too, man. Well, they it's shouldn't just... reboot it. It should be a continuation. Fuck yeah, 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 exactly. You know, have Dan. Aykroyd be like you know the Charlie to the you know his fucking Ghostbusters you know, some shit just change it don't fucking re- oh my god dude Enough I mean everybody's shit. everybody's calling it a reboot but I, I think it's going to be a continuation I don't think they're going to reboot no it, 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 it is it, it is going to be a hard reboot and with this cast they're honestly going to try to make it scary like that's what that, that's what Fig is saying up and down like it's a complete reboot and like you know this was the horse shit movie that they want to do the Channing Tatum Chris Pratt spinoff where. They're almost, you know, they're doing. They're well, they're the be. Winchester brothers. Right. I mean, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be scary because Ghostbusters is a comedy. That's what they're saying, man. It's a hard reboot. It's going to be scary. Anyway, anyway, let's talk about the cast because this is the thing that struck me at first because I I know they're going all women and stuff, but looking at the cast, it feels like they cast people specifically to fill the roles of the guys who were in the previous movies. 
you've got uh, Leslie Jones, who is the only African-American in the group. So clearly she's fucking Winston. Uh, mm-hmm. You've got uh, Kristen Wiig, who I like, but she's clearly the lanky, nerdy-looking Egon motherfucker. You've got Melissa McCarthy, who everybody is blown up beyond fucking all proportions of comedic genius. And they were completely <laughs> incorrect about that. Was that a, was, was that, was that a double entendre? Uh, uh, and she's fat. Yes, thank you, Glenn. Uh, as a as a large person myself, I am free to say fat. It's not fat shaming if you're also fat. Uh, so there you go. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, clearly. So she is clearly in the bur the 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 bird the Bill Murray role. I call him Burry. No, uh, she's Dan Aykroyd. Like her and Aykroyd today look very similar. She's no, got to be Aykroyd. So the other no, blonde bitch has got to be. Uh, no, telling you, I'm telling you right Bill now. Murray. Bill Murray is seen as the star of that movie, and Melissa McCarthy is quite. Uh, quite clearly, the biggest name in the movie over Christian Wiig. She's built, yeah, way, way. Christian Wiig's hmm. not getting the movies Melissa McCarthy's getting. She's getting. You see all these fucking stupid movies Melissa McCarthy's in? I mean, you haven't watched them, yeah, because you have sense. But they're all dog she's, shit. No, well, and you know what? At least Kristen Wiig makes good stuff on occasion. Right, right. She's select, but no, I'm saying Melissa McCarthy is clearly seen as the big star. She's getting. She's had like. Seven or eight leading movies since fucking. Yeah, but none of them are good, though. Well, no, no, no. But you know that, and stopping them from making this movie. And the and Kate McKinnon, I think, is the oddball here. She's the one that's left out. Who's Uh, that? From the type, she is the other white girl who isn't Kristen Wiig or Melissa McCarthy. No, what was she famous for? Who is this chick? She's an SNL. Uh, She did that that Calvin. That show's still on. Oh, it's a Bieber thing. Hey, dude, look the series. The season finale is Bill Murray hosting. So I will be watching that episode. No, I'm I'm just saying she, she is the only one who doesn't clearly look like she's going into a role. So she'd probably be the you know she'd probably be the Ackroyd role because she's the only one that doesn't fit the mold of the other characters. Now I'm hoping that I am wrong. Boy, look at her teeth, dude. Like I am hoping that I am completely wrong about this, but just looking at the images, it looks like they cast based on the guys' roles, and I think that's the the wrong way to go. Uh, I also think it's the wrong way to go to put Melissa McCarthy in this movie, but I know they want to sell a lot of tickets, and she sells tickets, so, you know. But well, I mean, Tammy didn't do so well. Yeah, the, the, they'll sell tickets for the first weekend, and then it will plummet. Somebody, I believe somebody referred to her as, uh, like, Medea in Whiteface. Oh, I love she's, that. She's like the Whiteface Medea of uh, of comedy right now. Uh, I like Kristen Wiig, but you know what? I would have fucking put in Emma Stone in this movie. Like, she's not considered a comedic actress, but she's got comedic chops, and plus she was fucking trained by Bill Murray in Zombieland to be in a Ghostbusters film. Uh, so well, it, get... And that's the thing. Like, like Paul, Paul, he... Going on and saying, like, you know, this is going to be a scary movie, so why cast it as a comedy? But he's going around telling everybody, no, it's going to be scary. Mm. Like, it already doesn't make fucking sense. Maybe he's going the Peter Jackson route, where he thought he could make Jack Black into a uh, you know serious actor. What do you mean? You, you talk about King Kong? Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about that god awful movie King Kong. I mean, where they couldn't even use a real life New York City for New York City. Well, I mean, Jack Black was okay, but it would have been better if he did some Tenacious D songs or something midway through. If he busted uh, out a guitar and started singing to the giant ape. Sure, sure. I think that would have times been... you don't have to fuck her hard. Sure, sure. You know he's playing R.L. Stein in the Goosebumps movie. Yeah. Yeah. What? (laughs) Yeah, Jack Black is. Is this a movie about how Goosebumps was made? Why is R.L. No, it's a movie where like a bunch of young kids roll up on his house, and then he tells them all like stories. Uh, (laughs) Like like the demons he sees are real. It's uh, yeah. 
<laughs> Look, I mean, I know those books are goofy, but it's the only books I read when I was a young kid. <laughs> D- don't ruin that for me. I mean, it's they're already pretty <laughs> terrible, but... Come on, you don't want to see R.L. Stein like, yelling a lot and jumping around, throwing karate kicks? Uh, so, Aaron, you watched the trailer for Ted 2, yes? Oh, yeah, I did. It was sperm everywhere. It was what awesome. I was going to say, what did you think of Marky Mark getting covered in, in, in man juice? It's nothing like what he didn't have to do to get his first album put out. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say no different than Boogie Nights. He probably right took, he probably took fewer shots to the face in that scene than than trying to get his album out there. Come on, come uh, on! Did you um, look? I I I laughed my balls off. At this I did trailer. too. God damn it! Way more, way more than anything in uh, in uh, in a million ways to die. I laughed more at the Ted Two trailer than I did through the first an hour and eleven minutes of the interview. And it's nice to see Flash Gordon back in uh, back in action too. He's gonna oh, play. I love that. And apparently, uh, apparently Tom Brady is in this movie, and he has a. Uh, apparently, his cock is what was in the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. I'm guessing if anybody. Dude, saw- yeah, patron saying uh, Tom Brady's in this movie. Uh, don't you have a have a fucking talk shit about him? Aaron, did you not see the 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 Super Bowl ad for Ted Two? Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. Now, would you agree with me? Is that is that what's in uh, is that what's in the case in Pulp Fiction? It's the. Uh, is apparently Tom Brady's dick is the thing that is in there. They open up those sheets and there's just a, a glowing light coming. What from I my... think was glowing is that uh Bunchen was down there and it was just her vag, just emitting <laughs> that light like old Greg. You know what I mean? Like, I think her vagina was what was really in the briefcase. Like Tom Brady's all right. Like, you know, he's probably going to be president uh, before not fucking too long. But I mean, that's got to be her, her glorious temple of vag. Uh, but yeah, that, that, I, I like the, the full length trailer. That or, was sorry, awesome. clunge for our friends across the pond. Clunge. <laughs> the, uh, the, the Sam Jackson joke, uh, I mentioned this to you beforehand, but yeah, that's a, that's, that's one of my favorite jokes from the trailer. I thought that was, yeah, I'm with it. I, I, I laugh more at this than I honestly did through the first fucking hour and 11 minutes of the interview. That's where I turned it off. Uh, so I pumped this in here too. This story from the Latino Review that talked about uh, we're going to see the return of the Huts in the next Star Wars film. Uh, now, obviously, presumably, no Jabba, considering he's dead and exploded uh, yeah, right. and all that shit. But members of the Hut family, perhaps. Uh, and I guess Latino Review is talking about uh, no CG, or they're, they're saying all practical. But I'm guessing. That right, would be some CG elements or whatever, but all. Practice. Well, I mean, but but really at this point, like Latina Review, like a lot of the stuff they put out is, is strictly conjecture. Like anyone could have said, "Hey, the Huts are going to be in this because they're doing it mainly on Tatooine," and of course, that's not going to be non CGI because J.J. Abrams has said everything's practical that we could do, and you know we know they still got the puppets. Uh, it, it's a cool rumor, and the, yeah, I'd love to believe it. But Latina Review, I mean, these are the guys that were saying like a Planet Hulk movie was going to come out first before. Uh, Doctor Strange, I mean, a whole lot of wacky shit. So take anything these guys say with a gigantic grain of salt. Oh, sure, sure. But they're far more on the button than, say, like Badass Digest or anything or like that. Or Movie Pilot, any other of these fucking Cos- shithouse websites. Cosmic Book Movies or whatever yeah, the fuck right. that was. <laughs> um, also, uh, there was a 15-second a trailer because I don't think they could have shown one second more <laughs> uh, for Heroes Reborn. Did, uh, I presume you guys have watched some of that show, right? If not all of it. Have you guys watched Heroes in the past? Uh, I think I've seen the first season. Okay. I have not watched one single episode. No, you have not, huh? No. Nope. The first season is really good. Um, with, yeah. I can say that without... 
I, well, no, no, no. I, <laughs> and then me, season two happens. <laughs> let, let, let me let me continue. Uh, I, I can say unequivocally, without any sarcasm, that season one was really good. Like, if they just never made another episode past season one, a good show. Maybe not a great show or anything like that, but a, a really fun and a good show. Uh, way before comic book shit was taking off like mad like it is now. Um, season two was definitely a step down, but it was watchable. Like, I watched all of it. Uh, and I, it was not, it was nowhere near as good as season one. And I was like, all right, uh, season three was a bit of a struggle. And, uh, I eventually forced myself to watch all of the episodes. I made it about two episodes into the fourth season and then stopped watching. I have no idea how it ended. Nothing. Although now that this is happening, I'm, I'm probably going to go and rewatch all of it just to get caught up so I can watch this. It's a mini series. Uh, is it a reboot? No, I think it is a continuation from the end of the fourth season, uh, like some years afterwards or whatever. Um, Tim Kring is the guy who developed the show originally, and he's returning to executive produce. And apparently he is saying that their goal is to make the miniseries reconnect with what made the first season good. Uh, I don't know if that's a I have direct a heroin quote. addict painter. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. That painted the future <laughs> when he was on yeah. drugs. Um, when he was on heroin, he could paint the future. Yes. Yeah. Man, um, yep. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of cool shit in that first season, and then it kind of just got really weird. Really, like it just it got too complex, and it got too many characters. I think, yeah, it just too much all over the place, and it just got bogged down. And the next thing you know, you're like, I don't give a shit about any of these people. And um, we saw like a we, the trailer is really short. It shows somebody creating like a, a borealis. Uh, and there's a shot of, uh, HRG as he's known in the, in the show, but Jack Coleman, um, and I'm sure he's, his character probably has a real name too, but I still keep calling him HRG. Uh, and, uh, then Zach Levi, I think who was the, I guess the main person in this show or whatever, they showed him very briefly as well. Um, maybe I they... watch his show one of these days, man. Um, I would recommend just watching the first season at the very least, but if you're interested in no, watching... I, mean, I was talking about Chuck. Oh, Chuck. Oh, <laughs> I don't blame you, Chuck. Chuck is the best. Chuck is in, in my Netflix queue as well. So uh, I'll, I'll, I'll watch Chuck oh, when Glenn watches Doctor Who. Um, I've seen I've seen two seasons of Doctor Who, so um, that has happened. I don't know how many times I, have, I need to state it, but I have watched two seasons of it. Aaron's not going to stop until you've watched all of the seasons and you enjoy it. Yeah, I much. will never, ever do that. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not asking for much. I think Chuck has four, maybe five seasons. So um, that's a lot better than, I don't know, 50. So here's a, you don't have to watch all 50. You just need to watch the uh, the seven that are currently on Netflix right now. Yeah, right? I don't like them the, uh, at all. Wrong. You're so wrong, Glenn. Absolutely. Uh, anyway, let's talk about this real quick. This this popped up like before we even had a chance to put an article about it. Gotham producers confirm Joker introduction later this season what that's right uh here's the quote from the producer of the show it says we've said you're going to be waiting a bit longer for it but this is america nobody wants to wait so we will scratch the surface of that story yes but just scratch it a little tap on the door that is his exact quote in relation to uh uh to the joker uh Now, Glenn, given this quote, uh, is it way, 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 way too fucking early to introduce the Joker, even on a just tap at the door 
scratching the surface level. Depends or... on how old he is. Right. Adult, like, as we noted with Harvey Dent, like, he is going to be the same age as Jim Gordon when he becomes Batman, and that's really dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so if he is maybe a younger kid or something, I, I would be, or, you know, a teenager, maybe slightly older, that's fine. Uh, but if he is, you know, the same age as Penguin, who's I'm assuming is like in his late twenties, then that's really dumb. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about. Like, I feel like, but it, it is... does. It feels like they're doing the same thing they always do with Batman. Is they feel the need to have to use that crutch. It's like yeah. House when it comes to drugs. Like he doesn't <laughs> need them, but he sure as hell likes to use them. He likes to think he needs them, sir. Yeah. Um. I'll. I'll yeah. You you hit the nail on the head for me. This is uh, supposed to be the Jim Gordon show, and the Joker is not fucking Jim Gordon's villain. It's Batman's villain. Uh, we knew it was going to come to this from the from the very beginning when we talked about this shows when we heard of the rumblings about it and uh, everything. Well, it's in their teaser like, trailer. They there's a smile and they do a laugh as they open up a tarp of the Waynes being dead. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Um, the, the thing of course is, um, like, uh, we know that they're going to have to, like, this feels like pe- we need more people to tune in and they're not tuning in to see Jim Gordon and Catgirl uh, every week or, you know, little Bruce Wayne, uh, completely ruin his relation or <laughs> ruin the hush storyline <laughs> or something like that. Like people aren't tuning in for that. They, they want to see Batman and they want to see the Joker and they want to see them punch each other. Uh, and this just, fe- I don't know this, this feels like it's validating my feelings. Like they, you know, they're like, they're feeling the pressure to, to ramp it up. And this Jim Gordon show is just not cutting it. We need to introduce, the you know batman's main villains way before batman's even even you know before batman hits fucking puberty we need to introduce batman's villains how are the ratings doing uh, they're not bad they're not bad they're fine they're holding for the most part they're around five million viewers every week something like that so it's fine i don't know aaron aaron what do you think of this this move i mean look they're saying it's just a tap on the door like it's a very minuscule like i don't think they're giving us the joker maybe they're referencing the joker you know maybe they're teasing it or something but if you're teasing it this early they've got to pay it off at some point well they said they were going to do that from the start they said they would tease the joker in season one Mm -hmm. that they would that they would tease who he is but you know i hope i really hope it's just like you know, like but when we all thought time. was that comedian in the uh, in the ice well, the future iceberg lounge. Like, if it's something like that, like completely unimportant in the background, perfect. But I know they won't do that because they're gonna want you to get it. Right. I mean, if they're teasing that the Joker is the person who killed Bruce Wayne's family, clearly, uh, and that, obviously that's also been a story, uh, one of the origin stories. Um, you know, then clearly he's gonna be a lot older than Bruce Wayne is. Uh, so there's that out the window. And I don't think people have any interest in, you know, fucking Muppet Babies Joker. Like, I don't think people give a shit about little kid Joker. <laughs> they, want, they want, they want, they want, <laughs> yeah, they don't want Joker fucking in diapers playing a piano and shit. They want, they want full-blown Joker. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Aaron, Aaron, what do you think of the, what do you think of them teasing, putting him into the, into the show this soon? And by the way, 
for me, like somebody's like, well, how soon would you put it in? I'm like, well, judging on Bruce Wayne's age, I'd say uh, season 13 or 14 would maybe be a good time to introduce uh, the Joker into the show finally. But uh, what, what do you think, man? Are they doing this way too early? Is this a is this a like a like a ratings grab? Uh, what do you think the what the, what do you think of what they're doing here? I think it's fine. Uh, it probably won't be anything much bigger than the way they introduced Harley Quinn on Arrow. You know what I mean? It was just like a brief little, oh yeah, a brief little fifteen twenty second deal, and you knew exactly who it was. They never said anything, and then they left it at that. I think it's just going to be a, a quick little scene nod, and then he's out. Right. So I, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, yeah, shit. Look at Hannibal. We we love that show, and oh. look how much that show deviates from its source material. So I mean, it if done the right way, deviation source, from source material can be you know a good thing as long as they're not done just for the the effect of being shocking. Like the the, choice, right. the choices they made with Hannibal, they've essentially just progressed the speed of certain parts of, of the already established canon. So you know it. Mm. It's not really all that bad in, in Gotham so far. Like you know, it, it's definitely not the the Gotham we all kind of grew up with, but it's a very interesting take on it. And I've liked the choices they made so far for the most part. So I'd, I'm excited to see where it goes. I, I'm very pleasantly surprised with how much I'm enjoying Gotham. I really thought I'd hate it. Um, I mean, we're, we, I, Glenn and I think are are enjoying it too. I just don't think they have the best record when it comes to they have a they have a tendency to really just shove in your face that the the rogues gallery of batman villains you know what i mean like they right. really did a a very poor job of just you know shoving them all in like especially poison ivy ivy i mean right. jesus christ well i mean in the whole string of episodes where they had catgirl just to remind you that she's around like she didn't do anything important they just showed her so people remembered that she's there call me uh, cat Call me cat. Yeah, fuck off. Um, she is. The, I mean, uh, I hate. I, I. 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 Look, I'm two steps away from hating her more than uh, more than Aaron hates Franco right now. Oh I'm man, just fuck sick. him. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just so sick of her. The so, interview, like, I, I. I. I only have like 45 minutes left this movie, but I don't know if I could fucking finish it, man. <laughs> no, it's I would brutal, say the only dude. decent part of that movie is when. Uh, Kim Jong Un and James Franco spent the day together. No, I didn't like that part. The one part I thought was a little humorous was when that Korean chick was talking about assholes. Like other than that, I was just kind of <laughs> sitting there like, "Well, okay, this is a movie." Yeah, Franco is he is so bad in that movie. He's bad in everything. I don't know why people suck his asshole like he's fucking the next great coming of Lawrence Olivier. Oh, he's totally not. He's um, it's, I, his life is performance art, and it's stupid. Yeah, you know Shia LaBeouf's life is performance art also, and I hate fucking Franco more than I do LaBeouf. I mean, the thing I liked him most in was whatever it was, a hundred and thirty something hours, whatever that was, and I didn't even think it was that great. But that's the thing I like him the most in. Um, that's about it as far as Franco movies go. I like him the most in Rehab. Like if he just shows up there tomorrow, like a massive coke problem, and he likes chewing on condoms. You know what I mean? Like just some kind of weird <laughs> fucked up habit. Yeah. <laughs> to cast some light on this fucking dick bag. Uh, oh, I like him the best at the very end of Spider-Man Three, and is that when he um, dies? Is that yeah, in, in between Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and Rise of the Planet of the Apes, where he also. Oh dies. yeah, he wasn't even in Rise of the Planet of the Apes, was he? No, he is in Rise. He's not in Dawn. The uh, oh, he, right, well, he's right. in Dawn. He's on a video camera whenever they like Caesar uh-huh. watches him, but. Uh, and before we move on to the uh, to the box office shit and all those other things we do uh, as we wind down the show, Glenn. Oh, can I us... say what I think they should do with Joker? Oh, sure, like, go ahead. One one way I would I would be fine with it being ham fisted into you would be if 
they just they really need to have Bruce Wayne meet Dr. Leslie Tompkins, who happens to work at Arkham, and maybe she's like in the child ward. And that's where he mm-hmm. can maybe meet a young Joker. I'd be fine with something like that. And that checks on that show, right? Isn't that Monica Brain? That is Anara, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The um, oh, man. season two, episode seven. <laughs> oh, does she get naked in that? Why, why else season do you think three, episode five? I was going to say, why do you think Glenn has these <laughs> memorized? Uh, <laughs> sir, tell Glenn before we get moving on. Tell us about this. Uh, this live action Teen Titans thing that I didn't even know was a thing. Like when you mentioned Teen Titans, I'm like, oh, they're doing another cartoon. You're like, no, this is a live action television show well, on TNT. Aaron's mentioned Ugh. it in the past. Um, but I don't even is, remember this coming up, but continue. It, I mean, it was like Comic-Con. I, 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 we barely touched on it among all the things that were happening. Sure. But the Teen Titans show will ha- consist of a cast of Nightwing. And none of these have been casted. Uh, Barbara Gordon, but she won't be Barbara Gordon Batgirl. She will be Barbara Gordon. I'm an Oracle. Okay. Uh, Hawk and Dove, which I didn't <laughs> know they changed Dove into a woman in the new 52. Uh, and Raven and Starfire. Okay, so none of these roles are actually cast. They're just... No Kid Flash, no Aqualad. These are, uh, these are just the announced That's Young characters. Justice. No, they were original Teen Titan members, Aqualad and Kid Flash. Yeah, but no, nah, they're they're more Young Justice. No, they're original Teen Titan members. Where the fuck are they in this show? <laughs> I don't Even know why by the cartoon shit. But where the fuck is Changeling or, or goddamn Beast Boy? Like, give us some cool shit. I would feel like they couldn't. They did that probably for special effects reasons on a budget for a pilot. I, so I they're really... give, they're gonna give you Degrassi fucking Gotham. Like that's what they're gonna give you. <laughs> I mean, I have nothing to add to this conversation other than Teen Titans and Young Justice both sound like hipster bands. Uh, I mean, I, I have not watched, the, especially Young Justice. That really sounds like a fucking hipster band to me. I really like that uh, show. I uh, so nobody's cat, nobody's cast in the roles. They just announced the roles. Yeah, like yeah. the the roles that are going to be in the show. So this is a TNT show. Yes. Yep. That seems weird. DC is spreading their shit out all well, over. Well, it's because the they. I mean, they're all under the Time Warner stuff. That's where they're cherry-picking their their stuff. What a fucking network to put it on, TNT. (laughs) I mean, they had the number one show of the summer, so... I mean, they're doing a show called Teen Titans. Uh, I mean, I guess... No, it's called The Titans. It's not even called Teen Titans? Yeah, it's just called the Titans. But they yeah, are, they plus, are... I, I think Robin's going to start off like as a cop in Pittsburgh, and like, and then he becomes comes back to become Nightwing. So he's not even going to be a teen. But he's they are going to be a Titan. But the rest of them are going to be teens, presumably. Yes. Uh, who knows, man? Well, I was going to say, like, maybe if they're not, that explains TNT. I was going to say, if they're teens, what? You know, they've you've already got two shows on the CW. That sounds like it would fit perfect on the fucking CW. <laughs> Why not just toss it in there? Uh, but yeah, so Aaron, it sounds like you are not overly pleased with the, uh, the role decisions for the show. Not so much. Uh, any in particular that you're not a big fan of? Oh, I'd say Hawk and Dove, but you know, that's just me. Any particular reason? Are they just, you know, they, they're not that they're bad, but that they're better replacements or correct. (laughs) Okay. Uh, so yeah, let's... I don't understand. I don't think Barbara Gordon should be in it. I I don't. Let alone the Oracle version too. Yeah, the I whole mean, backstory of how even... she ended up in the chair. It's like, man. Yeah, you're not even given like Dick Grayson that shitty moment in life when he leaves her because she's in a wheelchair. Like, yeah, right. Where the oh, and, no, he, and he chooses 
and he chooses an alien over her. Like I, I want, I want that storyline because Dick Grayson is the number one womanizer in all of freaking DC. Um, because that he does not care. That man is the George Clooney of DC. Well, not now, but before, because <laughs> now he's married to a super lawyer. Yes, the real life version of She Hulk. Let us talk of the box office results. I want to mention this, by the way, real quick. It's not on the top five, uh, but we did mention this, that Game of Thrones was going to be showing in IMAX theaters, and it actually made the top 20. It was number 15 uh, out of all movies. It actually did $1.5 million. That's (laughs) just airing two episodes of Game of Thrones that people have already watched months and months and months ago, and it still made over a million dollars in theaters. Uh, it beat Mordecai, the Johnny Depp movie, uh, which only made $1.4 million. So I'm going <laughs> to just toss that out there. Uh, by the way, Should we be done with him for a bit. Like, do you think he's finally going to take the hint and just like fuck off? Well, for I don't a while? know. Apparently we're having to do a podcast about him. So uh, I guess we're oh, that's done. right. Well, he has done good movies in the past. That is true. Uh, the Col- five, I should, well, not right Nightmare now. Elm Street, uh, pirates one. Uh, hmm. Yeah. All right. I got three. <laughs> ninth Gate, Seventh Gate, whatever. No, oh, ninth, no. ninth Gate was okay. I thought. Um, anyway, Secret Window, maybe. Oh, that was okay too. I thought. Uh, and Ed Wood, of course. Oh, okay. Um, yep, Ed Wood. There you go. Uh, by the way, cracking the top ten at number ten was that Carl Urban movie we talked about last week, The Loft. I'm only mentioning this because uh, it only it only made two point eight million dollars. I'm I'm only mentioning this because it had a production budget of not applicable. So that means they made it for dirt cheap, and you know they they made a killing on it so far. It, it has a zero percent, correct? Um, I think so. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if it's doing really well. Uh, so here's the top five: uh, the 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 J Lo Cougar movie, The Boy Next Door, uh, oh. fell from number two to number five. It did six million. Uh, the Michael Jackson based black or white film did a six point four. Somebody's gonna write and be like, it's not. Uh, $6.4 million. That's uh, a good message. Uh, Project Almanac debuted at number three. I'd have to compare this to Chronicle to see how Chronicle did on its release. Um, it did uh, $8.5 million, which is not great. No, Chronicle uh, did much better because it think... made over $100 million. Yeah, yeah, Chronicle was monster. Uh, and this has a production budget of 12 So it did not even, you know, so right now they're not doing so hot. Uh, I made $22 million its first weekend. Paddington actually went up from number three last week to number two. And it did another $8.5 million. And uh, American Sniper just keeps on rolling in the fucking money. A $31 million weekend. Uh, again for this movie. This, by the way, it's in its sixth week. Uh, and it has made uh, a Stone Cold Steve Austin like $316 million uh, <laughs> worldwide. Which is actually not that much. Uh, but it's on a pretty sturdy roll of, of earnings since... Uh, well, the budget was 20? 58.8 million, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, That's still a... Uh, 20 million. For a movie called American up. Sniper. <laughs> yeah, it's actually, it hasn't made $3 billion yet, so I'm a little surprised. And it's uh, R. That is impressive. That's right, that's right. Uh, so let's talk about the movies that are opening this week before we hit that Netflix randomizer button, which oh, I have been actually dreading this whole time. But <laughs> I'm not, I am not dreading it more than the Ryan Reynolds movie called The Voices. 
which I, actually it's getting good reviews. But all I know is that it's Ryan Reynolds uh, in a pink suit with animals. Uh, it's him. Anna Kendrick is in it. Um, anybody know anything about this picture? <laughs> it's nope. actually rated R. Uh, let me oh, see. Oh, wait. Okay, yeah. Ryan Reynolds plays a serial killer, actually. Uh, he talks to his pets. Really? Yeah, and uh, I'm assuming they tell him to kill people. It's it's classified as a horror thriller, and it's doing really well on Rotten Tomatoes yeah, so far. And 82% out of uh, – not. Many, I mean, it's 17 reviews, so it's we're not on the consensus level yet. But uh, may have to go check this shit out. Yeah, maybe. Oh, uh, Gemma Arterton's in it. I am sold. Uh, and now we hit a streak of movies that have not been vetted for early critical response. Always a good uh, sign. The SpongeBob movie, Sponge Out of Water, is hitting theaters. Uh, the The people who do that show are doing voices. Oh, and and Antonio Banderas. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's like the people <laughs> right. who do that show. Uh, I'm sure you guys have seen all the trailers for the uh, the Seventh Son from the Seventh Day on the Seventh Planet of the. They've been showing them for like two years, so yeah, I think it's impossible not to have seen this trailer. <laughs> What trailer? For Seventh Sun, sir. How have you not seen the seventh trailer for the Seventh Sun on the Seventh Planet of the Seventh Day? I don't know what you guys are talking about, man. Are you serious? Yeah. Uh, no, just... no, you can't be. They've been. <laughs> I've been seeing trailers for this movie for like two years. I, they I keep really, saying it's coming out in January, and What's then they called? just move it to the next January. What's it called? Seventh <laughs> Sun with Jeff Bridges and like Julianne Moore is. <laughs> Fucking with you, sir. And Kit Harrington, of course. So Aaron's there because it's Wait, the Kit time. Harrington's in this movie? He is, he is, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's why it sucks. And uh and uh Digimon Hansu is in it as well. Uh Jeff Bridges. I'm, I'm calling him Digimon. I don't know if that's how it's Julian pronounced. Julian Moore. Wow, dude. I yeah. Huh. All right then. Uh Glenn, is it okay if I just refer to him from now on as Digimon Hansu? Uh that might well, be a little racist. You have to say Digimon. <laughs> Digital it's, monsters. He's uh, he's a digital monster. Digimon, Digimon, Hansu. <laughs> <laughs> the new theme song for the cinema. Blood year champion. Uh, he was in blood. I met in blood. We really cared about DiCaprio. And of course, the uh, another movie with no critical reviews yet. Uh, the biggest release of the weekend. Uh, the thing that is showing after the trailer for Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice. Uh, Mila Kunis Space Princess, I think it's called. Oh, Christ. Uh, Jupiter Ascending, of course, from the Wachowskis. Uh, and Channing Tatum. Thank God it's not a randomizer movie to see in theaters. That we I mean, it's a, it's a cast that's not bad, I think. Uh, Mila Kunis, Channing Tatum, Sean Bean, Eddie Redmayne. Um, Everybody but Mila Kunis sounds awesome. James Darcy. And I like and I like to look at Mila Kunis, so I mean that's a plus. Yeah, as long Terry as she's Gilliam's in it, this like movie? In a movie or something. Hmm. What was that, Glenn? Terry Gilliam's in this movie. He is. He is. Yes. Um, it says it's a limited release, but given the number of commercials I've seen for this movie, I find it hard to believe that it's being considered a limited release. But that's what it's being considered, I guess. Why can't this movie be the movie that we protested instead of the interview? Like, that could just, another bland, dumb comedy that came out. But we should ban this one from theaters. Well, here's the thing. It's a... I I understand it's Scientology, the movie. 
without it having oh shit i John hope Travolta in it but xenu is in it for sure no this is not going to be as bad as battlefield earth that's the limb i'm going out on uh i'm going out on the limb that jupiter sending won't be as bad as battlefield earth i know that's actually not saying very much because not much is worse than that movie but um i'm also going out on a, on a more controversial limb maybe that terminator genesis will be better than the last two terminator movies <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a, in fact, I'm almost promising that it's, it's, those last two movies were not so great. I think Matt, I, I, I'm still saying Matt Smith's going to be the villain, man. I think so too. You haven't seen him Uh, once in this fucking trailer. Uh, um, so look, here's the thing with this Jupiter ascending, uh, the, for some reason I'm still giving the Wachowskis the benefit of the doubt because of the matrix (laughs) and from some scenes from the matrix too. uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> why i'm still giving them and they're producing work on v for vendetta yes 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 why why i'm giving them so, why i'm still letting them hold on to this for so long i don't know uh what was the last movie they did with uh tom hanks and shit where they played like eight oh, roles cloud atlas cloud atlas yeah i i thought that was okay but i didn't it was think they... interesting yeah it was interesting but it wasn't good interesting i don't know what the best way to put it is it was I... like the sci-fi version of boyhood Yes, yes, that's that's a good way to put it. Um, so why I don't know. Maybe it's because it's sci-fi and it's outer space and shit uh, that I'm still planning on seeing this movie. I doubt I'll be paying a ticket to see it, but I will probably end up seeing this though. Uh, and I'm sure it's probably going to do good if they're attaching that uh, Batman vs Superman trailer to it, which is what I've been hearing. It's getting attached to this picture and. That Smart's gonna suck, so they put in the trailer with it to make some money. <laughs> Smart business, I think. Uh, okay, so before we close out the show, uh, I have pulled up the. In case people want to make sure that we are in fact doing a randomization, uh, we are. Uh, you can go to it's allflicks.net slash Netflix dash randomizer. Uh, and I have done a test to make sure that the movies they pull up actually are on Netflix. Uh, now, they do give you a lot of options from which to randomize, but I'm going a clean slate. Uh, I am including all uh, all genres, uh, any, any Netflix rating from a 1 to a 5, any IMDb rating from a 0 to a 10, and any release year from the years 1900 to 2015. So we are going completely all in. No idea what's going to come up. Uh, shall I hit the uh, the button? Are we got to watch this by Saturday? Um, sure. Probably by the end of the week, I think, would be a good... Okay. You know. Well, I mean, for the 100th. Oh, God. So get your... Starting a new segment on the, um, you know, our centennial number. Right. Uh, so, so get out your pens and pencils, gentlemen, to write this down, perhaps. Uh, I am about to hit the button, and we're going to find out what will be the first film... That we review on uh, on the Parts Unknown podcast. All right, here we go. Three, two, one, go. And uh, what do we get here? We will be reviewing the film White Rush from 2003. It is an 87-minute thriller oh. starring Judd Nelson. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, my God. The film also has probably what I'm guessing is a young or probably not a young. It's 2003. Uh, Trisha Helfer from Battlestar Galactica fame is also in this film. Uh, Here is the synopsis. A botched (laughs) a botched drug deal leaves millions of dollars worth of cocaine in the hands of five friends on a camping trip. Each one sees an opportunity in the powder, which slowly turns them against each other while a drug dealer is hot on their trail. 
Uh. I, sh- I should note that Netflix gives this film a rating of 3.3 out of 5, whilst IMDb gives it a score of 4.6 out of 10. <laughs> Fuck, man. So uh, when, I, when I post these up, too, I will also post the trailer for the movie as well so people there's no way this movie has a trailer <laughs> oh yeah it does it's got a high quality trailer oh man so uh <laughs> the first episode of the parts of note podcast we'll be reviewing white rush from 2003 starring what looks to be a chubby judd nelson <laughs> this is gonna be a great time you guys <laughs> or... oh man thanks a lot there tequila monster i'm gonna need some tequila to <laughs> seriously all right, so for everything we discussed... Chud Nelson. <laughs> for everything we discussed this week, cinemageekly.com is uh, the place to go. Uh, of course, to spread out uh, from there onto our uh, social networks, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, YouTube, uh, Tumblr, and Instagram. Uh, and by the way, I already sent out the message to the uh, the two people who won the, uh, the free Cinema Geekly premium memberships. Uh, if you guys are listening to this right now, um, if you haven't seen the, the message on Instagram or whatever, uh, you either need to provide me with your emails on, uh, on the, the Instagram, uh, the, the winning picture thingy that I posted up there, uh, or just shoot us an email to info at so I can get you guys your, uh, login information for the, uh, the premium thing. So, uh, yeah. Oh, and I already mentioned the fucking email. So outside of that, the other purpose the email serves is for people to send in uh, questions or comments. And especially since uh, we're about to hit episode 100 and our hope is to get the barrister Ben Knight on along with us. Who he Ben has never been on an actual episode of the Cinema Geekly podcast. He's uh, been uh, he's been relegated to uh, the premium podcast. Mostly you got to pay to listen to that, man. Yes, sir. Except except for episode 100. We're going to try our damnedest to get him on here. Uh, and we're going to talk about whatever news there is that week as well, but uh, also going to dip into the mailbag because there are some from the previous uh, mailbag episode that went uh, unused. I'm going to use them for this time, uh, this time around, and hopefully uh, some extra contributions as well. So info at cinemageekly.com is where to send all of that stuff in. Uh, as for the podcast, of course, you can listen to us on the website streaming or downloading it. Uh, you can do it on the from the website that way. Uh, but if that's not your thing, if you're all about the mobile devices, uh, we're on iTunes and Stitcher and TuneIn Radio. Uh, so apps available throughout the kingdoms of Apple and Windows and Android. So you can listen to us on any device pretty much anywhere. Okay, guys, uh, we have made it through 99 of these episodes, which is actually shocking. You'd think that, considering when we started, we would have hit 100 a long time ago, uh, but that is that's actually not the case. I don't know why it's taken us this long to hit 100, but we were just about there. Well, uh, it was just you and I holding it down for a while. Yeah, I think there was actually a gap for like about six or seven months where there wasn't a podcast. Might have been closer to like 19 months. I'm not sure. <laughs> it felt like a really long time where there was just no podcast. And so then we kind of picked the ball back up and, uh, and got back into it. You're uh, welcome. Internet. Somebody should, somebody should go check it out. Cause I think there is a, a noticeable gap. It's probably not nearly as long as we're thinking it is, but, uh, Oh, Aaron, what'd you think of uh, Jurassic world? Do you think that the one minute trailer was better than that dog shit trailer they released? I really did think it was better than the, the full length trailer. I, I, I thought it was better. I'm I'm still not excited for the movie. I'm okay that they've at least made it like before when they just showed Pratt 
riding with the Velociraptors. I'm like, what the shit is this? And then they had the scene in this one minute trailer where they made it like really clear that they've actually trained Velo- like to kill. Like they're the fucking guard dogs of the park. Like release the raptors. That's awesome to me. I don't know why. Yeah. It just seems- How come this pretty fucker isn't all scarred up from training these little monks? You know what I mean? Like wouldn't he hit? Wouldn't there be like a test phase where you're good. training him? Oh come on. I want him also be the son of. Uh, oh God, the the game warden from the first. One. <laughs> I want him to be like his son and the nephew of Pete Postlewaite from the oh, second. Oh shit, that's awesome! <laughs> all right, all right. So, um, so for Glenn Beauvais and Aaron DeLosa, I'm Anthony Lewis. We'll be back next week with episode 100 of the Cinema Geekly podcast. For more content like Who Made Who, Level Your Gear, the Gotham Podcast, Flashing Arrow Podcast, and the new Horribly Flawed and Incredibly Decisive Podcast, visit cinemageekly.com slash premium and part with just $12. That's 12 bucks for a year's worth of awesome content. What else could you buy for $12 that will last all year and give you hours of geeky entertainment?